A, it's Zay, a uh, local Garfield fan. Uh, <laughs> I heard that y'all are doing the uh, live-action Garfield movie for this week's Millennial Canon. Uh, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> Real talk, I mean, y'all already know this. Anybody who knows me knows this. I love Garfield. I love Garfield so fucking much. And no, it's not that, like, post-ironic, oh, Garfield's great, whatever. Like, no, I just, like, genuinely really love Garfield a lot. I have, ever since I was a kid, this is a thing that I cannot relate to most people on because most people did not anxiously await the Sunday comics to read the new Garfield every week like I did. (laughs) I just, yeah. I really love Garfield a lot. He's a he's a great little guy. He's funny. He does his own thing. I I love Garfield. I find him insanely uh just lovable, great, charming, amazing, everything. I love Garfield so much. Uh this movie I definitely watched a lot as a kid. I can't say that I like it, but I don't know Maybe there's some charm in just seeing Garfield get his own big movie. I don't know. Maybe I like that. I I need to rewatch it being real. I've kind, of, I've kind of been wanting to honestly, and then I saw that y'all were watching it. Uh, y'all should totally do an episode on the sequel, Garfield: A Tale of Two Kitties, and bring me on. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, this movie probably not that great. If you want, if you and anybody wants great Garfield content. Uh, definitely watch the TV specials from the 80s and 90s. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's uh, Here Comes Garfield. Uh, Garfield's Halloween Adventure is great. I know that I screened that uh, for some of y'all at one point. Uh, Garfield His Nine Lives is a personal favorite. Gets a Life is really funny, and it's got great John stuff in it, and, like, the dancing and, like, meme and everything. Uh, yeah, just – a lot of stuff. Hit me up if you want to watch some actually good Garfield stuff. Uh, or, like I said, Tell Two Kitties. Uh, I love Garfield. Love y'all too. Bye. Trash goes in the trash can. Trash goes in the trash can. Trash goes in the trash can. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to... uh, uh, Zillennial Canon. I'm Kira. (laughs) Nice, yeah. Um, My my name's Adam, uh, as you know, if you've ever tuned in ever. And uh, because we don't... The hosts never change. We're always the same. And uh, Kira, I got to... Well, I mean, I like to think that... uh, that as as human beings we're constantly changing and evolving but that's just me yeah i mean i don't i don't disagree with that assessment but i think there is one universal thing about uh about us human beings yeah and it's that uh we all hate mondays Uh, so true literally actually you know what I beg to differ. Yeah. Mondays are my day off. That's, hey, good for you. I 
<laughs> Sorry to Garfield, but I'm built different. <laughs> You're the antithesis to Garfield. Yeah. I. Well, okay, well, I think another thing that relates us to Garfield is that we all like lasagna. Am I right? That's so true. I, I love lasagna. However, I will say, uh, is this controversial? I'm not Italian. My favorite kind of lasagna is Stouffer's frozen lasagna. Uh, my okay my thing is with like stopers is that like the cheese and the pasta like the like the the brick like of it like the, the layer yes. perfect yeah. the meat yeah, yeah. bad all right That's yeah I, it's got to be like the preservatives in it like yeah the sugar the sodium like something about that yeah. is like I'm I not would, even joking. Like, this is controversial, but Stouffer's lasagna is one of my favorite foods. I would fuck up a lasagna from Stouffer's that is just purely, uh, like, the pasta and cheese and, like, sauce. The sauce but, like, is great. Oh, my the God. The sauce is great. Yeah, it's just, like, the meat. Like, they're, like, the whatever meat they put in there. It's, in, like, it's just so, like, processed and disgusting that it yeah. ruins everything else for me. But I, I agree with everything else. Everything else but Stouffer's uh, lasagna mm-hmm. is really mm-hmm. Um... Uh yeah, I mean I'm I'm not Italian either, but I uh my godparents are and mm-hmm. I definitely grew up around a lot of Italian food. So yeah. I like to think that I uh have an eye for authentic Italian and I it made me much more picky about pizza than yeah. most people in life, which uh I consider to be a blessing because uh, I, I I do not accept most pizza. Pizza that you do not deserve. Exactly. I, yeah, I do not accept the pizza that I uh, do not deserve. Um, so if you guys couldn't talk or couldn't tell by all this uh, lasagna talk and all the We Hate Mondays talk, mm-hmm. we are covering Garfield this week. Um, a movie that uh, I, I guess was my pick. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I really narrowed it down to about three movies. Told Kira to pick. She chose whatever number she chose. And I was like... <laughs> And I was like, well, it's Garfield, so we're going to watch that. And and honestly, this is another case, Kira, of a movie that I thought was on Disney Plus and wasn't. But it was on, not HBO Max, but uh, Max. Okay, Uh, similar to ABC Family, can I just say, I'm going to be calling it uh, HBO Max. I'm not calling it Max. I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, fair. I respect that. I still Um, call ABC Family ABC Family. Max is HBO Max forever. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, fair enough. I uh, so I watched this full transparency a week ago because Mm -hmm. I thought we were recording last week. Uh, We did not do that because we both got completely fucked up last week uh, by two separate events. Uh, Not in like a like. Oh yeah, I was so fucked up. I can't. No, no, like literally, like we we both had ailments that are like <laughs> difficult to explain. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm not gonna get into it, but I will say I I'm out of an ear. You're out of a leg. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. I I I. Long story short, I injured my leg, and I. I mean, not that that like prevents you from doing a podcast per se, <laughs> because, but I will say like the idea of like recording when I was in that much pain yeah. that night, I was like, 
No. <laughs> I was like, yeah. especially Garfield of all movies. Yeah. Uh, but I... And then, uh, yeah. So like I, I uh, I'm I'm out of an ear, so I couldn't I can't wear headphones in one ear, so that's why we can't record. <laughs> so like just to I'm gonna like barely elaborate on this. Uh, yeah. So like that day, so Monday Memorial Day last week is yes. the day of my accident where I uh, fucked up my leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were getting pizza for dinner when I got uh, when I when I when the accident happened. Uh, but a few hours prior to that, I was at the mechanic, and uh-huh. that is where I watched Garfield on my phone <laughs> uh, with my AirPods. <laughs> um, so I watched this movie mere hours before uh, Catastrophe, and yeah. I <laughs> and it's not very difficult because I think without credits, where it it focuses on a gray uh, still image of Garfield that makes it look like he got killed. Okay, uh, I wrote a note about that. It looks uh, this, like an in-memoriam segment. This but we'll movie, get to that later. <laughs> this, movie's a, this movie's like 70-something minutes long, like, without yes. credits. Yeah. Um, and it's... Uh, so it was a very easy watch in that regard. Um, do you... Did you see this in theaters? Do you remember? Um, I cannot remember, but I was a very big Garfield kid. I have a lot of uh, Garfield books and a lot of mugs. Yeah. Um, the mugs, honestly, like, I'm not even going to get into it, but the Garfield mugs, I'm, like, really upset that they blew up on TikTok because it was, like, my dream to get the full collection of them the like 1977 Garfield mugs um they're just very silly very fun um I just kind of loved them so yeah I mean like yeah I was a Garfield kid so yeah yeah I mean I uh I yeah I fuck with Garfield like I I (laughs) he's cool yeah like I no I I like Garfield I've always liked Garfield I uh you know, I mean, we. I, I mean, I, do, do do people still get newspapers? And our comic strips still in the newspaper? I do not know. Yes, we get a newspaper to my job every morning, and I can confirm that Garfield is still in my local newspaper. Okay, well, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, yeah. Uh, so okay, yeah. I mean, because like I would say that I like a old man. Yeah. But as a child, I did grow up reading. Garfield in the newspaper, <laughs> like weirdly mm-hmm. enough, like you. Me would... too. I loved reading the newspaper every morning before school, like some kind of freak. I wouldn't even like. I would like look at the movie show times of like a theater that I would not go to that day as a child, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then I would go, and then I would look at the cartoon section, and I'd mm-hmm. be like, okay, bye, and I, you know, that would be my day. Um, so I would always read Garfield. I think I had like a Garfield, like one of those, like. Uh, like the books with like just a compilation of like I definitely mm-hmm. had, like a lot of those for like Calvin and Hobbes when I was a kid uh, and I think I had like one or two for Garfield but I had like like five or six I love Calvin and Hobbes so much I, really uh, there's like one it's it's like come uh, it's something about like the Yukon Trail or something yeah. um, I still have that one because uh, I remember like buying it from my elementary school library 
mm-hmm. like in my fifth grade year and like I just took it home and I still have it like I found it the other day I, I still love that book um yeah. but uh yeah no so I I so yeah I I really liked Garfield even aside from the comics like I remember even the, like the animated show I used to watch mm-hmm. uh reruns uh, and funnily enough recently I uh I was on on Pluto TV as you are sometimes mm-hmm. and they have a Garfield channel where it's 24 7 garfield cartoon really oh my yeah, god and, and the other night i uh just like put it on and uh I, I mean i didn't watch it for like an hour or anything but I, like maybe like 20 minutes it just was like a loop of like garfield shorts and it was pretty cute um so yeah i uh i, I like garfield and i remember seeing this in theaters <laughs> i remember my mom like won tickets to a screening of it mm-hmm when I, I was like, I mean, God, this was 2000, summer 2004. So I was like six when this movie came out. I was like super young. But I just, I remember going to the screening of it because I remember being like so tiny. Mm-hmm. And there was like a radio station there. And they were like, you know, like when you're at a sporting event and they have like cannon guns and they're like shooting t-shirts. Yes. They were like doing that at the Garfield at screening. Garfield. <laughs> yeah. But they were like shooting on Garfield t-shirts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, like, I remember that very distinctly, that that was a thing. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I, I just remember that. I remember, like, really liking it as a kid, because, of course, mm-hmm. I did. If you're six years old and you watch this movie, you're, like, awesome. Um, <laughs> my only other memory of this movie is that I remember watching... I remember, like, okay, so I remember going to see... Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. on opening day and my mom was like we can't or like we got to the theater and it was like sold out mm-hmm. this is like pre Mango, I think mm-hmm. um, and she bought it and like the lady was like yeah it's sold out and she's like okay is there anything else you want to see and I'm like no and she's like well we're at the theater and we can't like just wait for like the 7 o'clock showing which mm-hmm. spoiler alert we did but uh, but she was like, is there anything else you want to go see? And I was like, Garfield again. I'd go see Garfield again. And she's like, mm-hmm. and then the lady was like, Garfield has like 45 minutes left in it. She's like, that thing is like, that thing's like, it's in the movie. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's like halfway through. And I was like, that's all I want to see. And my mom's like, are you kidding me? She's like, there's nothing else you want to see. And I'm like, no <laughs> so we went she bought a ticket for garfield with 45 minutes remaining and i distinctly remember like walking in and it's the moment where like he's in the city with the mice yeah that's like, well into the movie that is like ha- at the halfway point so my mom looks like bought two full movie tickets to watch from that point forward yeah so i distinctly remember like we went from that to and then for some reason we stuck into around the world in 80 days Mm-hmm. With Jackie Chan and uh, Steve Coogan, and mm-hmm. then we Spider Man too. Quite a day. Wow, um, you're just hopping around to every yeah every I, movie at the local AMC. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, I don't know. I I guess this was kind of replayed as much as it could be in my house. Mm-hmm. Like as I was rewatching this movie, I'm like, yeah, I remember all this. Like this this checks out. Um, I wouldn't say it's a classic in the Sidorius household, but mm-hmm. it had its replay value. I think I 
had this on VHS. Would that make sense, like, timeline-wise? Yeah, right? Um, I think, cause I, if I'm not mistaken, the last VHSs were, like, produced in 2006. So, like, technically, yes. but Probably, yeah. Because yeah. if I had it on DVD, then I would, like, still have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Right, that makes sense. I yeah. I remember having the DVD and it has like the orange like uh, case. Oh, then uh, maybe I did have it on DVD. Yeah, I it feel was like an, the orange case is like a very like visceral memory that I have. Yeah, it's like an orange case, and then like the um the cover is like white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I remember. Um, and and I will say about this like series, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. I I would say I probably remember the second one even more than this movie. Uh, I feel like that was on ABC Family a lot. The second it one. was it really was. Uh, that was a and maybe it's because I was like a little bit older when that one came out. I think it came out like two years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember that one like really well, even more than this one. Um, I'm not gonna compare them in quality because I don't remember how. <laughs> how I, I cannot assume the second one is a good movie per se. But um, I do remember that one at least more vividly. Uh, so yeah, we're 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 talking Garfield and this movie. I it, it, I mean you've said it best in your letterboxed review. Uh, there are no thoughts going on right now. This movie has nothing happening at mm-hmm. any given moment. This movie is so completely void of any effort at any given point there is absolutely nothing going on no one is putting mm-hmm. in no one gives a shit at any point yeah in this movie this is a paycheck movie so <laughs> i spent the entire time watching this like ordering like anti-aging skincare on uh, Sephora.com <laughs> um, yeah. like yeah like you said like um, it's really just a nothing movie it just it is like a paycheck movie yeah. everybody knows the classic story about um, uh, Bill Murray like how he like basically was only interested in the movie because he thought that the screenwriter's name Joel Cohen Joel Cohen was one of the Cohen brothers Cohen right. was one of the Cohen brothers which um, I will say there's a little bit of controversy with that because I read on the Wikipedia page that the uh, the co-writer of the movie uh, Alec Sokolow uh, uh-huh. he, it says he disputed Murray's claim in 2014 uh, and I quote, he knew it was not Joe Cohen, but well before he met Joe Cohen. It's a funny take, and it kind of defends him against the criticism of making such an overtly commercial film. But it's complete horseshit. Wow. Uh, it's almost like Bill Murray is a little, uh, a little, he's a little prankster, huh? Just uh, a little, a little, uh, a guy who, um, much to Seth Green's dismay, not a, he, <laughs> He lives for the bit, as it seems. Yeah, we were um, discussing before we started recording um, when he threw Seth Green as a child in the garbage. In the garbage. On which SNL. I, 
Listen, I'm not here to defend anything that Bill Murray has said or done. He is a, as it seems, uh, he, he has his shit, you know? But mm-hmm. that being said, the idea of throwing Seth Green in the garbage is funny. And mm-hmm. I uh, I do support that. So that's fun. Um, but <laughs> uh, so I and I read that um, the uh, Jeb, or Jim Davis, who you know uh, created Garfield, mm-hmm. he said that Bill Murray recorded his dialogue in his apartment and on the uh, set of Steve Zissou, uh mm-hmm. in Greece. So he was never in like the Fox Studios uh, recording the dialogue for this movie. And if you watch it, you can tell. Yeah, this man could not care less. Which I will say kind of fits the vibe of Garfield a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna have someone who's like unenthused to be in a role, it mm-hmm. has to be Bill Murray. And it has to be this role where Garfield doesn't give a shit. And I. <laughs> And I think his voice really does lend itself to Garfield. Like, I think he he matches the vibe pretty well, uh, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that, a vibe. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm I, I, what, I'm not going to consider him like the quintessential Garfield. Like, when I think of Garfield in my head, I still think of, like, the cartoon Garfield and, like, mm-hmm. his internal monologue. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, there is something about this that I'm like, yeah, that's Garfield. I mean, the very first line of this movie is, uh, I hate Mondays. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they, they understood what they were doing here, at the very least. Uh, apparently, Jack Nicholson was up for the role. That would have been insane. Yeah, I cannot imagine that. Uh, like, at all. Um, apparently, Jim Carrey was up for the role of John Arbuckle. Uh, Jennifer Gardner and Angelina Jolie were considered for Liz. Um, which I cannot imagine either of them in this movie. Um, Brad Dorif, Thomas Lennon, and Michael Ironside were all considered for Happy Chapman. Um, so. I feel it, like. Yeah. The guy who plays Happy Chapman, that bitch, Stephen Tobolowski. Um,. It, yeah, I mostly know him from Glee because my brain is broken. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I feel like I just know him from like a lot of like early days, like like quote unquote, like just like good movies. Mm-hmm. Like I I like anytime I think about him, I think of like Memento. Yeah. Or like adaptation, even though he didn't have like necessarily like huge roles in those movies, like. Mm-hmm. I'm like looking at his filmography right now. Like he really had like a lot of uh, a lot of heavy hitters, and now I'm like looking at his like most recent stuff, and he's not really in a whole lot. I guess he kind of like gravitated towards TV, as you suggested. Yeah, like Glee. Yeah. Yeah, like Glee. My and... favorite thing he's ever said is um, in Glee, uh, in the first season. I think it was the first season. Somebody said, who is Josh Groban? And he said, who is Josh Groban? Kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. I I think I hopped off of Glee a little too early. Honestly. Um, 
There's never too early to hop off a plane. <laughs> if by too early, I think I mean... like You don't understand the references. How long... When did it come on? 2009? 2010? Um... God. Um, it was somewhere in the 2011 range that I, like, stopped as a kid. That's pretty late, honestly. Maybe two seasons um, in, I think. I mean... I, because I, I did watch like all of season one because I remember it like being a big deal when it came out. Yeah. Um, but there came a point where like I just didn't give a shit anymore, and I couldn't like invest in it. And yeah. I, and the older that I got, especially, where I was just like, why am I watching Glee? Mm-hmm. Like, like what am I doing? Um, but I know people that like watched it like until the end, like. Mm-hmm. To the very end, which I believe was not even that long ago in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like, what was it, like, 2018 or something when it finally ended? I don't know. I didn't stick through that long. Damn. As a fan of Glee. Ended in 2015. Damn. Started in 2009. <laughs> it went on for six years. Jesus Christ. Damn. <sighs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I Glee is much like Garfield 2004 in the sense that it has no cultural value, really, but it does have a cultural impact, and those are two different things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say this movie is kind is partially responsible for me getting my first dog, because I thought Odie was so cute as a kid. Amazing. And I did get a dog, and I did name him Odie. Really? Yeah, because That's of this That's adorable. Movie. Um, yeah, I, I did get a uh, puppy because of this movie. Uh, yeah, and he was the same breed and everything. He was mm-hmm. he was so cute. He was, he was a very good dog. Um, yeah, he... Good puppy. Really good puppy, and uh, I fought to get a cat too, but my mom was like, "No." Uh, I just wanted to like make my life a movie, you know. Yeah, my life a movie for real. <laughs> this is a movie that I remember buying at Hollywood Video, mm-hmm. like, because I like rented it, and then my mom was like, "I think I rented it, like two or three times." And my mom was like, "Just buy it, like." Yeah. Like we it's we can't just at that point. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I don't know, like, I feel like even movies, like when I was a kid, I would like rewatch movies, even if I didn't like necessarily love them. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just. That's ha- just what it is being a kid, though, is just being like, this movie is accessible to me. So it is one of my favorite movies and I will watch it every day. Yeah. I that's kind of the thing because I remember like I went through a phase with like each movie that I owned as a kid mm-hmm. where like I'd like Haunted Mansion 2003 I watched that like 10 times mm-hmm. Um, I remember one Charlie and the Chocolate Factory I rewatched like a ton and I do like that movie still we've but, never like, covered that right I don't think so mm. it's a really I mean it is very zillennial it's extremely extremely zillennial movie yeah Uh, i don't know if i i don't know if i could watch it again anytime soon yeah for obvious reasons but i saw it on 35 millimeter on new year's eve this past year (laughs) 
Yeah, I um I, I do like have a lot of love for that movie and I'm not a big like uh Tim Burton fan. Mm-hmm. Uh in general. I mean I I admire Tim Burton, but mm-hmm. I'm not like um I but I'm not like super uh like he's one of those directors that I I admire their style and I like can appreciate the fact that they're like getting work and they do their thing but it, yeah. he's never really he's made only like two or three movies that i personally love you know what i mean mm-hmm. like uh because i'd say i mean you never saw big fish right no yeah like i i love big fish um i like his batman movies uh i like charlie and the chocolate factory i'm not big on beetlejuice i've never been a big beetlejuice guy wow i love I, beetlejuice I like, it's a good movie. I don't, I'm not like dismissing it. It's just never a movie that I've like, it's like one of those movies that you, here's a classic and you watch mm-hmm. it and you're like, yeah, that's a good movie, but you don't feel that for it. Yeah. Like I, it's a cool movie for sure. Um, but there's not like a lot there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel that way about most of his movies. Mm-hmm. Now I think Tim Burton would make a great Garfield movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> You'd make it very nightmarish. Which I feel like the Garfield cartoons like had like kind of a nightmarish quality to them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe you could like tap into that. I think they're pretty fucking scary. Um speaking of nightmarish, uh uh the Garfield ride. Did you ever watch the Defunct Land on that? No. I didn't where was it at? On Defunct Land. No, no, no. Like, oh, you mean where is the ride? Um, yeah. I can't remember, but it was like not like a big theme park. It is like the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Never gonna um, uh, hold on, let me just look into this. Yeah, Defunct Land has a video on it. It's Kennywood. Kennywood is in if you said the UK, Pennsylvania. Okay. Pennsylvania. I, um, yeah, and it closed, I, like, way too recently. Like, well, it closed it in, of, like, 2019, uh, 2004. Was it based off the movie? No. Oh, okay, because, like, I was going to say that if it came out the same year as the movie, that's why. It's literally called Garfield's Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I'm going to watch a wide, uh, ride-through video of it. No, you you gotta just watch the Defunct Land. It's all right, all right. Yeah. God. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, I'll throw it in there. I'll throw, I'll throw it in the good old watch later uh, when we're done. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I mean, this movie is like really stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. like it opens with, and the within the course of five minutes, he uh talks about lasagna and hating Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um, just right establishing at, the character. You just get the basics out of the way right away, yeah. and then he, um, and also like his owner John is like mm-hmm. the dumbest motherfucker. Yeah. Ever like just completely like fucking like, he's a blank slate of the character. He's which I mean I that's also what he is in the comics. So like you mm-hmm. can't like criticize the movie too much. I mean it's based off a comic book panel, so you can't like you know be too analytical about it but <laughs> when you have like a dude eating cat food in the first like few minutes of the movie yeah it, it's all downhill from there now i will say something extremely zonial 
uh, is with John and the veterinarian uh, played by Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm-hmm. Where she is that fuck ass Bob. Very fuck ass Bob. Um, both. Uh, so okay. So when it comes to like Z Cannon, mm-hmm. something super zillennial is this like lack of chemistry between mm-hmm. actors where they you cannot believe that they like you like you for whatever like you you just do not believe any for any second that they're on screen together that they have any chemistry you, they mm-hmm. have nothing in common there is every excuse in this movie of like why she likes him is like the dumbest fucking thing ever uh it, they have like the, like it, it's embarrassing to watch every scene with them and i'm not asking for like actual chemistry in a garfield movie like mm-hmm. i don't need like an actual like well developed well thought out you know relationship to, like in a garfield movie that's not what i'm here for mm-hmm. but it's like actively painful to watch like in this movie they're both like awful in this movie they're the most 2000s people i could ever imagine like, literally, Brecken Meyer and Jennifer Love Hewitt, like, they were never seen or heard from again. Like, they exist only in this era and then never again. Is, like, Breck- is Brecken Meyer even, like, a real person? Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it was him, but, um, <laughs> he, like, uh... Does he write? I think he does, right? I think he writes yeah. for Robot Chicken. Okay, because he was at the writer's strike. I'm like 90% sure it was him. He was at the writer's strike and he had a sign that was like, don't make me go back to acting or something like that. Like he was like <laughs> threatening that he would like go back to act, like basically like clowning on himself for That's um, cute. his acting career. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty nice. sure it was him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, hold on. Wait. What? I just <laughs> I just went on his Wikipedia page. Uh, his early life section. His the last sentence of his early life section is he also slept in a closed coffin for several years in high school. What? Well, that explains a lot. Explains <laughs> yeah. a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I, uh, he, I, I, I've seen him in other stuff where I've liked him. I, I don't think anyone comes out of the Garfield movie unscathed, mm-hmm. you know, just career-wise. I think <laughs> it's something, you know, it's something we all have to deal with at a certain point. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. It's like death and taxes. It comes for us all. Yeah. But I... <laughs> So one thing about this movie that I, not that I rewatch this movie a ton, but it's something mm-hmm. that I forget about until it starts, is the fact that he's the, like, only CGI animal in the entire movie. Yes. Uh, and it's very, like, I mean, obviously it's noticeable, but when you're, like, he's sharing a scene with, like, a live, like, dog or cat or, like, mm-hmm. mouse or whatever, it's, like weird like uh so i will say the cgi i'm not saying it's good it holds up a little bit better than i remember it's not as bad as it could be i thought the same thing yeah i 
because I, I from what I remembered, like I was going into expecting like, oh, it's going to be like awful. Like every frame will be terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not good. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not like good CGI, but it's a God. What were we talking about? Like it, we were talking about some movie like not too long ago. Maybe it was The Mummy or mm-hmm. something. I think it might have been The Mummy. Where, I mean, that movie came out in 99, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we were saying, like, it's not, like, great. Like, we're not here to tell you that it completely holds up. But, like, for the time, mm-hmm. it's not bad, really. And I kind of feel the same with Garfield. Where it's, like, this is, like, the early days of, like, having CGI hybrid, like, characters and movies. And this is one of the better ones. And we've been doing this pod for, like, four years so I think we have some like authority on because we've seen some shit as far as this goes. <laughs> and I think um this is I don't know, there's like some definitely goofy scenes where it, it it's especially like when he's talking to the other animals and anytime one of the other animals talk and they're like it's like a like a dog who's just sitting there, but then like there's a CGI mouth moving. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. But Garfield himself looks okay. You know, like the other dogs and like animals that are just moving their mouths literally like the movie strays that's coming out uh-huh. uh it just looks exactly the same like there's only so many ways that you can make a realistic looking animal talk yeah I'm almost, like, okay with them just, like, doing the internal monologue thing from, like, the Garfield cartoons, where they don't, like, open their mouths. Like, I think that's, like, funnier mm-hmm. and, like, better. Uh, and I think, like, Strays looks funny. Like, I think, like, that looks You do? Fine. Yeah, it looks fine. Okay. What? What looks so bad about it? <laughs> what looks so bad about Strays? It's just... Dogs. I have to leave the theater every time the trailer comes on because it makes me want to die. Kira is just like anti-comedy, I swear. Like, she comes on here bad-mouthing uh, good boys, and now she wants to bad-mouth strays. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm up to here with it. I am the one savior for studio comedies, and I will die on this hill. I will defend mm-hmm. them until my last breath. Uh, we need you know, them. I, I, yeah, okay. Studio comedies. Um, I believe that the Jennifer Lawrence movie is gonna save us. That's all I'm saying. It looks really funny. Yeah. Good. That's um, long yeah. Uh, but no, it is really awkward in this movie, and it's even more weird that Odie doesn't talk. Which I, I'm aware that that's like the thing. In the yeah, he doesn't well. at all. He doesn't talk in the movie or in the comics either. I get that. Mm-hmm. But like in live action, it's just like fucking weird. Because like in the comics, it's funny because he's like, well, I mean, even though he doesn't talk in the comics, he still like does things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's almost like Perry the Platypus in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but. Um, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like, it's just kind of weird because it's just like this dog who genuinely looks confused to be there. Because he is. It's a fucking dog. Like, he doesn't know what yeah. he's doing. No thoughts. And, yeah, no thoughts at all. Um, and it's just, uh, it, it's really weird. And so, like, anytime 
like it tries to like make the writing do all the heavy work because it tries to like force a relationship between him and Garfield that's just like not there because it's like a dog who doesn't know what he's doing there. Mm-hmm. It's it's just weird. I don't know. Like it <laughs> it's just so like bizarrely done. Um mm-hmm. so I don't know. This has like almost a Toy Story factor to it. Mm-hmm. Where like Garfield is Woody and uh, Buzz is Odie, except if Buzz was like not sentient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because, uh, like, it's just, it's like a completely like, one sided toy story, which, like, I think there's a way to make a good Garfield movie, like, with that concept. Mm-hmm. But you have to go all the way with it. This is like half of a, like, this is like a quarter of a movie. Like, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it, um, yeah, like, what you said about Toy Story, it's just the most, like, basic structure. It's, like, guy is chillin', new guy comes in and is getting more attention and is threatening the chillin' guy who is no longer just chillin', like. Yeah, and in the like least interesting way or funny way possible. Like mm-hmm. I it, like it even goes down to like it goes as low as like the same way like Toy Story goes. Where mm-hmm. it's like uh, all the other like because like all the other toys are replaced with like, all the other animals in the like in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they all like like in the same way they, they all like like discard Woody because they think he tried to kill Buzz. Yeah. Uh which <laughs> he is he does. Uh mm-hmm. It's nothing with Garfield. Like they all like look down upon Garfield because he thinks that he tried to get like get rid of Odie, which he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like it's it's like literally like, beat for beat, like Toy Story at points. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. And another like zillennial thing is like having a villain in your PG-rated movie who is just like a hyper obsessive guy for like the most mm-hmm. niche like why do you give a shit kind of thing. Um. So, like, what, correct me if I'm wrong, his entire thing here is that he envies his twin brother for being a newscaster, and he's stuck doing, like, uh, like Animal Planet type shit. Or he, he, like, mm-hmm. he, he hosts some kind of, like, dog show or something, from what I understand. It's like, like, from what I'm gathering, it's, like, basically, like, sponsored content for cat food. But he wants to have, like, a dog there because the dog will bring in more, like, yeah. viewers, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he's a goofy guy in this movie. He's really yeah. goofy. The Okay, I will. I did not laugh in this movie very much. Mm-hmm. But I did laugh really hard at the end where he, like, when he's on the train and the waitress mm-hmm. is like, like fish or lasagna, and then he turns to the camera and he goes, "I hate lasagna." Yeah, that's how you know that he's the villain. It's like it's like okay, you know what? Fuck this guy. I was like, I was I was riding with him until the an- with the animal abuse, but yeah, now fuck him. That's where he I draw the line. Him. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> there were two points in the movie where I like thought that was kind of funny. 
that one was like I couldn't tell if it was like actively trying to be funny or if it was just like being like a movie. Mm-hmm. But I I did genuinely laugh at, at a point earlier in the movie where mm-hmm. like Garfield goes um he's like watching Happy Chapman on the TV and yeah. he's like he's like this guy's on the newspaper and on the TV who wants that kind of exposure and he like looks at the camera yeah. and then he like just looks away I was like wait what like I forgot that that was <laughs> in it's like movie. a reference to yeah Garfield yeah I thought it was like cute I was like oh that's funny. Um, yeah. but it's just like it, it's weird. It has like that one sense of humor for like five seconds, and then like it completely disappears from the rest of the movie. Like, yeah, I mean, I think self-referential humor can only go so far, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and I guess like Garfield is the right outlet for that you know like the right format and vibe yeah but i mean like i'm not even talking like just self-referential humor i just mean like any kind of like actual writing because like in this movie like it's i mean god how many dance scenes are there in this movie where it's just garfield shaking his fat orange ass like (laughs) like (laughs) he's just like uh, I mean, there, oh, I swear so there's, right. there's, so a right. fi- there's a five minute scene where he's just like dancing to Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's like a that's a pee break scene in the theater. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. That's for like when the four year old is like, Dad, I have to go pee. And he, yeah. he's like, OK, I don't think we're going to miss anything. We're just missing Garfield, like shaking his fat orange ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. um yeah, uh, and then there's the Odie dance scene. Yeah. Um, so, I just, I think that dog shows are Zillennial canon. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, dog shows, the puppy bowl, like... Yeah, um, I, I just, when I think of dog shows, I think of, um, were you a Nintendogs kid? Yeah, I mean, I had Nintendogs, I, and I had yeah. those, like, Happy Meal toys yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think of like the sexual tension between the two judges of the um, Nintendogs like <laughs> <laughs> contest. That's a deep rooted memory. Wow. Um. <laughs> like those men were in love. Happy Pride Month to them. God, I'm like looking at it right now. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn. Um. <laughs> Dude, you're making me want to go get Nintendogs. I literally, I was, like, craving playing Nintendogs. Nintendogs is just, like, fun. Alright? It's a good, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh... Yeah, Nintendogs is good. Nintendogs, we, we support it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, dog shows are Zillennial canon, because I remember, like, watching... It, I feel like just, like, Animal Planet and all that shit is, like, also very Z-canon. Yeah. Like, all that kind of stuff. Like, we we grew up in a time where, like, I don't know how, like, pivotal, like, dog shows and stuff were, like, to the 90s. I feel like the 2000s were, like, the at them at their peak. I could be wrong about that. But that's just how I feel. Because I feel mm-hmm. like 
it kind of like fell off a little bit in like the 2010s but like 2000s it genuinely felt like they were like some prime time like nbc like dog shows you know what i mean mm-hmm. like I, like I, I like i would remember like watching it like on a sunday afternoon like on abc yeah. or something you know what i mean um i yeah i do remember that um and that is like a weird section of this movie where it kind of like goes into like animal abuse territory with like happy chapman like using a shot collar on Odie, and it's like it's kind of like i mean it's not like disturbing in the sense because like i don't think it's like out of place for a garfield movie i think it does it in a very pg way but it's still like kind of jarring to see it in the moment you're just kind of like oh I, I forgot this is in this movie yeah um, yeah i feel like any movie about animals is just gonna go into that territory you know dude i need james gunn to make the next uh damn oh my god yeah you're so right it was odie's story all along (laughs) (laughs) it was normal's story all along (laughs) happy chapman is the high evolutionary um (laughs) no (laughs) normal is just clawing his face off Okay, so that's another thing with these fucking movies, is that there's always just, like, some neurotic, like, best friend character. Mm-hmm. And this guy is just, like, I don't know, normal? He's just, like, a fucking dude. He's just, like, he's just so, oh. like, fancy. In the comics, if I'm remembering correctly, he's, like, a baby. Is he? Yeah that Garfield I mean like he bullies him in the movie but I'm pretty sure he's like literally a baby and Garfield's like annoyed by him because he is a baby damn I need to reread my uh, Garfield comics apparently yeah gotta you gotta up. you gotta catch up on your lore <laughs> <laughs> um I wonder if I could like just get like a compilation book on like my local library I wonder if yeah. they would have it um yeah just like read it for an afternoon um yeah no i mean all the like other like little animals in this movie are like kind of stupid like i didn't they didn't really do much for me (laughs) like i don't know like i mean we have a who's turning into be one of the uh mvps of uh zillow canon this past year brad garrett i feel like we've talked about him a lot uh we have the doberman uh luca uh you got nick cannon uh the godfather of all uh, as the mouse uh, what's his name lewis uh yeah. you know you got a uh... oh okay De- deborah messing was the cat the like the the girl cat that checks out that's so weird okay. richard kind was the rat i love that i yeah, think richard, richard kind should be in everything he's uh when he popped up in Bo is Afraid I was like yes yeah. let's go <laughs> yeah absolutely um, yeah this movie has like a kind of extensive like supporting cast considering or like vocal cast considering how little and no offense to Brecklin Meyer, Jennifer Love Hewitt or uh, Stephen uh, Tobolowski uh, but uh, minimal talent they have in the like 
or at least heavy hitters. Is that fair? They, they don't have like a lot of heavy hitters as far as the humans go, which I think that's one thing that like separates this from like other, you know, um, those like CGI hybrid kind of movies. Like they, mm-hmm. those other movies, like I could, like there's so many like this, but they at least like attempt to like get like a genuinely compelling or like they try to like get uh, like leads that could hold their own against like these cute, you know, CGI main characters. Yeah. But I'm telling you, like Brecklin Meyer, all due respect, he seems like a cool guy in retrospect. But as far as he's probably the first one to tell you, I'm sure he feels the same way as like Jason Lee does to Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. He like it he just does nothing in this movie. Uh it's actually that's a great comparison. I think he's right up there with Jason Lee and Alvin the Chipmunks. Yeah. Uh, to the point of just where if the they made a car mid person. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, because I remember by, like, Alvin the Chipmunks 3, like, they had to, like, literally, like, write off Jason Lee. Because, like, the mm-hmm. second one, he was in the hospital the entire movie. True. The third one, it's chipwrecked. So he's only on the beginning in the boat. And the chipmunks get lost at sea. <laughs> so he's not, like, in all of it. And then I didn't see, I mean, I didn't see 3 or 4. That's just what I know about them. I'm not sure about 4. If I'm mistaken, they go on a road, or it's the road chip, but they go on a road trip and they're not with mm-hmm. him. So, like, he's just, like, it feels like he contractually was obligated to appear, but he, like, was, like, you have to write me out of it because I'm not, like, I'm cheating for, like, two days and that's all, that's mm-hmm. all you're getting. Uh, and I think Brecklin Meyer, from what I understand about the second movie, he's not in the second movie very much because Odie and Garfield, well, Garfield, if, do you remember the second movie? Um, he's mistaken for a king because there is a king that looks like Garfield, I think. Yeah, they, there well, are two Garfields are... and one is a king and they get mixed up. Yeah, because the, yeah, because they're in England and, um, basically... From what I remember, it's um, the 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 British Garfield. I'm gonna call him that. British Garfield is uh, he is like the owner, or he's like the cat of a uh, queen. Yeah. Um, and she leaves all of her estate to the cat, and like the nephew is really pissed off about that, and he like literally tries to murder English <laughs> Garfield, and he throws him in a river in a bag. And then he gets like washed up ashore, and um, that's it's like at the exact moment that Garfield is like running loose in England. So mm-hmm. John takes British Garfield, and Garfield goes to uh, the palace. Uh, I can't remember if Odie's at England or, or if he's like at the palace or if he's with John. Mm-hmm. But I, the only thing I really remember about that movie, other than like the premise, is that that big scene where he teaches all the farm animals how to make lasagna. <laughs> I don't remember that. Because he gets like all the chickens to, like give him eggs and then like they like mix it and they like they like make handcrafted pasta. That's literally hilarious. It's, a, it's I remember that being like a kind of epic scene from my childhood because I remember like sitting in the theater and being like, fuck yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, yo, teach these idiots. Teach these idiots how to eat real food. Like like no more because I my feel ass like stovers. Dude, he hates the British, and he's just like me. Um, <laughs> yeah, because uh, like I remember the entire movie, he's just like roasting the fact that like they have like no real food. 
Mm-hmm. And he just he's like, you know what? He's like, I'm gonna make you guys lasagna. He's like, and beans like a, on toast. No, yeah. literally, it's like. <laughs> but I just remember it's. I kind of remember liking the second movie because mm-hmm. it is like a very big change of pace to the first one, where this mm-hmm. one very much gets in the motions of like what you'd expect it to be. The second mm-hmm. one, I, I mean, I'm not here to say it's a good movie. I'm just saying what I remember as a kid. I remember liking the second movie more because there's like a whole bunch. It was like Babe Pig in the City, but like with Garfield. Mm-hmm. And obviously not as good. I'm not saying that because I haven't watched it like in 15 years. But yeah. I, <laughs> but I okay. remember like liking. Like, there's like, like there's like goose and there's like pigs and there's like horses. Yeah. I was yeah. kind of like, oh my god, there's so many animals in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what you said about like how many years ago or whatever. So this movie almost came out 20 years ago. Next year, that, this movie is 20 years old. Oh, that, that's that is that's disgusting. Rough. That's rough. That's really rough. Yeah. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah. That's um, damn. Yeah. Wow. That 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 actually got me. That's yeah. That's rough, man. 20 um, years ago. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it is like super dated, so I like understand. Like, I I can accept it, but it is like life flashing before your eyes a little bit. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah, I yeah. <laughs> uh, just a note that I wrote is uh, so. Literally every single Zillennial canon movie this guy has worked on, but the composer of the score is Christoph Beck. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not even a... joking. Like, yeah. if I think Letterboxd, like, I think you can get, like, with Pro or whatever, you can get stats of, yeah. like, um, whatever, like, random crew members, like, whatever, like, the first one, like, the most that you've watched or whatever are. I think he is going to be my, like, number one composer that I've ever watched. Because yeah, if you look at his filmography, he has done every single Zillennial movie. He doesn't pour alone. He did this and Cinderella story in one year. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And uh, then the year after, Ice Princess, Yours, Mine, and Ours... He did Garfield, The Tale of Two Kitties, Zoom. Um, he did The Pink Panther. He did uh, Fred Claus, Drillbit <laughs> Taylor, Pink Panther 2, The Hangover, I Love You, Beth Cooper, Postgrad, Percy Jackson, Hot Tub Time Machine, Date Night, Due Date, Burlesque, Hangover 2, Crazy Stupid Love, The Muppets. Oh my god. Pitch Perfect, Guilt Trip, um, Hangover 3, Frozen? Okay. <laughs> Muppets Most Wanted. Uh, we got... I'm just like going through the heavy hitters. He just, okay. yeah. And then he gradually got to the Marvel, because then he did the Ant-Man movies. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Damn, this is kind of crazy. It's kind of cool to see like his career like kind of like... He did all of WandaVision as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It seems like yeah. he did a lot of Disney Plus. He did WandaVision and Hawkeye. Yeah. And he's doing the new uh, Agatha show, too. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
He worked okay. on Bring It On. He worked nice. on uh, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know, big he's fat just, liar. Big fat liar. Yep. Damn. Insane. I gotta like, I gotta send him out like a thank you note for that one. Yeah. Go off, Alvin back. and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. Amazing okay. Spider-Man 2. Uh, the movie has a really good score, actually. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, like, the, the when I think of, like, a Spider-Man theme, like, I, mm-hmm. I kind of think of that theme. When he's, like, well, falling through the city for the first time. He didn't write the... He didn't do the score. He wrote a song for it. Oh, Okay. So, I'm just reading through, like, all of his music Oh, products. wait, I actually think yeah. Hans Zimmer did the score for it, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I could, I very well could be. But, Interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, so I guess what we're trying to say is, uh, hats off to Christoph Beck. We did not realize how much you contributed to Zillennial Canon. <laughs> uh, and we, we salute you, sir. He has to get, like, the, uh award like the lifetime achievement award at our award ceremony this year we we do need to start like giving out awards to more people than like just actors because mm-hmm. we have to credit the people that are uh delivering us such heavy hitters like each week yeah uh, i'm sure we're seeing a lot cinematographers of... that have like shot everything that we've seen probably we've definitely got over that before yeah we gotta yeah. we gotta look at the stats but yeah um i <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Christoph Beck, really, he did set the tone for, you know, the the, the tension-fueled third act of this movie on the train. Mm-hmm. You know, I was on the edge of my seat. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, as it was happening, I was like, damn, how's, how's Garfield going to get out of this one? Yeah. It yeah. was definitely very... Uh... Wait, that's crazy... He composed a new arrangement of When You Wish Upon a Star, which is in the new Disney logo for the 100th anniversary. Oh, wow. Damn, he really is moving up in the world. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He deserves it. If you if you do that much for Z Cannon, you deserve the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the world in question is that Disney... Uh, that Disney money. Um, I kind of have not a lot to say about the the very like third act of this movie, like the ending. Mm-hmm. The only two things that I think are like funny about the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is when Happy Chapman like gets put in the shock collar and he, he like does the the like the fucking flip like a dog, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I just think that's like a funny visual. But mm-hmm. I think something that's also very little canon is, like, in these movies, when, like, the straight-laced guy is, like, he, like, punches the bad guy. And he's like, and that's for my pet. And that's for <laughs> stealing my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing that's very Zillennial canon, I feel, is um, flushing the toilet while somebody's in the shower. Yeah. Which I've never been proven that that actually, like, is effective. No. No. It's not. <laughs> I like it, as like an act of like uh sabotage, like 
flushing it so that somebody's water turns like too hot or too cold. I don't know. I've never experienced that. Maybe I have. I've never experienced that in my life. I've never like I've tried it before. Yeah. And it's never worked. So I, I don't mean, I don't believe it. Not temperature, but like sometimes like water pressure will change. Maybe. Interesting. But uh from what I'm gathering is that Garfield flushed the toilet and just like boiled John alive. It's like Evil Dead 2013. Yeah, literally. Damn. <laughs> Imagine uh, an Evil Dead movie, but it's uh, Garfield. <laughs> okay, listen. Garfield would look in the Necronomicon for a, a lasagna recipe. His ass would yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like reading. He's like, he's like, Habla, Baba, lasagna. <laughs> yeah. He would. He yeah. would take that cheese grater. Dude, he totally would. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Um, I think. <laughs> no, yeah. I think. Um, I, I think. Uh, I think Garfield in a horror movie, he'd be a great. I'd. I would love to see a Scooby Doo and Garfield crossover. I think that would be great. Mm-hmm. Like imagine that like has he's probably in the happened. Has it? Let me see. Probably. Scooby Doo has crossed over with everybody. Garfield Scooby Doo. Um. Okay. I didn't expect to see this. When I searched Garfield Scooby Doo, and I I found like a mishmash of the two of them, where mm-hmm. it's like Scooby Doo, but he's like painted like Garfield, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. And I see like a Tekken, like Mortal Kombat battle between the two of them, but I am not seeing any kind of crossover. Interesting. Which I mean, I think is a travesty because I think they would work really well together. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. Um, but no, I think that would be fun because uh, I I feel like he would fit in really good with like Scooby and Shaggy because he would be. He, well, I think he just fit good on the team because he's not really scared of anything. He's kind of cocky, mm-hmm. so like he would like. I feel like he would solve a case, but he could also like throw now with Scooby and Shaggy when it comes to like eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he would like make a little lasagna and Scooby and Shaggy would be like, they'd be like, well, zoinks! That's a good lasagna. Uh, kind of related. Um. So there's like a Twitter prompt going around that's like, what's the funniest TikTok you've ever seen? Did you ever see the oh TikTok? My God. Yeah, I already know of, what you're talking about. Like the subway employee when Scooby yeah. and Shaggy walk in. I watched okay. it like three times this weekend, yeah. That sure. kid is my favorite. Tanner, yeah. Yes, cool. my yeah, favorite like TikToker him. on the entire <laughs> internet. Um, yeah. The, the Cold the, the Stone Scooby-Doo. Creamery one with the Chihuahua. Have you seen that one? I've seen most of them, yeah. he's. I, I, I've yeah. followed him for a while. Yeah, I like yeah. him a lot. At like um, the beginning of COVID, he was doing like... Like fake like zoom classes Mm. where it was like kids like accidentally like leaving their mic on and stuff like it's hard to explain um or it's like gen z in the saw movies just very funny things um highly recommend uh gen z king of comedy tanner from tiktok yeah i i really like tanner he's really extremely fun and that a scooby-doo one in question is like 
Yeah. One of the funniest things. I top like, tier. The thing, that, the thing that kills me in that one is like it's not even like what he's saying because he's like explaining to Scooby, but it's like Scooby's little like he's going like oh. And like everything, <laughs> everything he says. <laughs> and he goes, I have a wife and kids at home. And then Scooby goes, oh. I, I have kids at home. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really good. I we we do we cannot recommend that enough. We'll have to retweet it on the uh on the yeah, Twitter we'll page. Yeah. Um yeah, that's that's up there. He, he's he he's a he's a he's a goof. We love him. Um but uh God, we gotta get him on a. We gotta get him to do a Garfield prompt. Mm-hmm. Get him to. I don't know. I don't know if he could do that, but I bet he's up for the challenge. Um, we alluded to it earlier, but this movie does end with yet another dance number, followed by. Well, uh, a one-person dance number, but yes. uh, most importantly, followed by a in memoriam section. <laughs> So he like he's dancing and he accidentally like falls into a split and then he goes like oops and then it cuts to a black and white photo (laughs) of him that kind of like kind of (laughs) suggests that he he, like ripped himself in half or something like doing a split and like died. Yeah. So I mean, (laughs) you know that gets just the like most of Garfield too is like a skinnamarink thing. Where it's yeah. like he was injured, but then like the rest of the movies in his head, um, um, you know, like he doesn't really have a twin brother. It's just him longing for a family he never had in his subconscious, in his psyche. Um, no, but I, no, it is like really jarring because it's like it's the like weirdest because um, it's a uh, it's in a Baja men playing over the credits, but it's like black and white images of yeah, Garfield. like a slideshow behind the credits. <laughs> you could put like a creep by Radiohead or something on that, and it would like fit as equally. It's yeah. really weird. It's like, like a really the version weird from Guardians Three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I um. This movie's like very slight. It's it's very weird in that way, where it almost like leaves no impression, but it also is so incredibly zillennial that we do have to cover it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's just like a very pivotal movie for us in the sense that like maybe not the movie itself, but like Garf, like the CGI Garfield as a character, mm-hmm. is a character that stuck with us for yeah. better or worse. Like uh, across two movies, um, it, it's 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 weird how much cultural impact it had when the movies were not that good. Yeah, like I don't understand it. I mean, I get that we were all like shitting ourselves when this movie came out, but like, I think it's I just know. because it's like, oh my god, they're making a live action movie about Garfield. I do remember. I mean, let me look at the box office intake for this movie. Okay, so it made it, it cost fifty million to make, and it made two hundred and three million. Mm-hmm. So it nearly like quadrupled its budget. So like, if you ever wondered why we got a Garfield two, that's why. Yeah. Um, I do remember my mom being like excited for it when I was a kid because she like, I mean, I don't know for pretty much exactly what you said. She's like, oh my god, it's a Garfield movie. Um, and I remember like the second one being like even bigger. 
mm-hmm. like like i remember like my mom like liking that one even more like i remember the consensus on that one being even better but i and that's not really saying anything like the consensus being it's a garfield movie uh mm-hmm. like it's, it's and also we 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 remiss not to bring up the fact that there is one coming out next year uh, uh with one really? chris pratt wait oh yeah wait yeah, yeah i forgot about uh, that yeah off the top of my head i know chris pratt's in it i know sam jackson's in it and i know i think i i know there's God, I think like fucking half the Ted Lasso cast are in it for some reason. <laughs> um, the British? Like, are they just remaking A Tale of Two Kitties? I don't know. I, uh, oh my God, it's Garfield. Or, or, okay, so for, with Garfield, we have Chris Pratt, John Cena, Nicholas Holt, Sam Jack. Well, okay, wait, no, it's not it's like blending the cast together because it says Brecklin, Meyer, and Bill Murray. Let me just go on the IMDb page. I can't trust, uh, IMDb or, uh, on Google. Okay, so, um, yeah, so from Ted Lasso, there's like Hannah Waddingham and Brett Goldstein. But then we have uh, Chris Pratt, obviously, as Garfield. Uh, Sam Jackson is playing Garfield's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Holt, Cecily Strong, Ving Rhames, Bowen Yang. Uh, Interesting. I'm going to look at the writers for this movie. Is it live it's action like, hybrid or is it just. No, it's like all it's animation. Okay. It's Sony Pictures, so it could go either way. I mean, they have the highs of Spider-Verse and the lows of... Uh, the Emoji Movie. The Emoji Movie, which I've never seen, and I never will. Yeah. Um, but I, if I had to guess, I'm sure it'll be somewhere in the middle, like uh, the Portal Transylvania movies, which mm-hmm. I think are, like, fine. I, I kind of enjoy most of them. I didn't mm-hmm. see the last one, but I, the first three I thought were, like, fun. Um, I'm, like, looking at the... Uh, Okay, so I will say one of the writers of this movie wrote Finding Nemo and Emperor's New Groove. So, mm. you know, hey, maybe. Maybe it'll be good. Mm. It's not a big ask. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we're asking for much here. We just need a solid little Garfield movie. We, we don't need anything complex going on, you know? Um, so I, here's hoping that the Garfield movie next summer is, uh, a good old time. It's the new quintessential Garfield movie. Cause I think, uh, I think we need one. I think it's, it's, we're a little bit overdue. I feel like we've been deprived of Garfield content. Yeah. Uh, in recent memory. Cause I feel like he kind of disappeared. I mean, like his presence will always be eternal in the same way, like SpongeBob will be. Even if no one watches new Spongebob, I think when we did the Simpsons movie, we covered that. Where mm-hmm. we're like, even though like no one really watches like new Simpsons, like the Simpsons as characters will be eternal. Mm-hmm. I think Garfield is very similar in that way. Even if no one's really reading the newspaper, even if there's not like a Garfield movie, you know, out in the in the realm in the last twenty years, I think Garfield content Gar- is always being consumed. Garfield content is always being consumed and he he lives among us because we all have a deep rooted urge to uh, hate Mondays and love lasagna. And mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, really well said. I agree. <laughs> I don't really have anything to add to that. Uh, I mean, yeah, we can wrap it up. This is, it, it's, it's a pretty nothing movie. It's, it's uh, <laughs> not a lot going on here. And yet, but 
and yet we're here. Yeah. I mean, I guess my final thoughts are that it's, it's not good. Like, I'm not here to tell you this movie's good, but um, I feel like a lot of movies here lately, I don't know if it's because we've been, like, worn down on the pod. Yeah. But I don't, like, I don't think this movie's terrible. Like, I think it's, like, completely fine. It's just, like, like think, mid. Like, it just exists, you know? You know Roger Ebert gave us a three out of four? I believe it. <laughs> I absolutely believe it. I don't know why, but I do. He called it inoffensive and charming. I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really, like, problematic about this. Like, I don't... <laughs> Well, I was a separate points personally, but that's well, that's on you. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. I I maybe one day we will cover a tale of two kitties. Uh, mm-hmm. which by the way, say what you will, great title, great mm-hmm. title, very that's very C canon, like the yeah. the play on words and like oh my god, like amazing great little Perfect. pun, great little pun. Um, yeah. probably funnier than anything in the movie, actually, other than the lasagna sequence. Yeah. Um, all right. Any final thoughts from you? Uh, I love Monday's, I love Stouffer's lasagna. Happy Chapman. Oh, wait, okay, I know. I was gonna say Happy Chapman be like until the lasagna part. Uh, yeah. Odie be like, I love Monday's. <laughs> Yeah, so true. Dude, you're like Goaty and I'm like Garfield. Um, it depends on what movie we're covering. <laughs> I think we kind of, we flip-flop of who is uh, Odie and who is Garfield, I think. Dude, just give me the, like, talk about fucking, like, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants or some bullshit and I'll be, I'll be Garfield. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. All right. Where can everyone find you? You guys can follow me on uh, Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler and uh, picking the meat out of my Stouffer's lasagna because it's the only way I can consume it. Oh, and my other podcast, Progressively Okay, which I host Joey, who uh, may or may not be uh, making an appearance on the pod uh, somewhat soon. Perhaps. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Garlic Emoji. You can follow us on Twitter at Zillennial Canon, on Instagram at the Zillennial Canon. Give us some ratings, some reviews, and uh, cook some uh, lasagna. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or just, just heat it up. Just get a Stouffer's and heat it up. Literally the dream. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.